What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to She Says Podcast. I am your host, Kendra, and I am back with another episode. How y'all been doing? I hope y'all been doing all right. I know that someone out here is praying for you and uh, that you are loved and that you have a purpose and make sure you don't forget that. So it's been a couple of weeks since I've talked to y'all and I have just been doing what everybody else has been doing and that's just living. You know, um, there have been a few things on my to-do list uh, that have taken priority here in these last couple of weeks and uh, I am pleased to say that I am checking things off of my list. But what I what I wanted to speak to you all specifically about today is some of the words and adjectives that are used to describe women and black women in particular. Okay. Um, and I have heard some of the words that I'm going to use in this podcast. I've heard those words used uh, towards me or to describe me. Um, and what's interesting about it is that, um, I, I'm around a couple of people who uh, have heard similar things and we were just, um, having discussions with one another and, um, we really just, took that as an opportunity to encourage each other and to edify each other and to um, just really gas each other up so that uh, we knew that regardless of what others said, we were walking in uh, into exactly the person God has for us to be, right? And so when I was having these conversations, I was like, you know, let me put that out there in the atmosphere for other people who weren't involved in these conversations. Let me put out an episode about it and let me be a source of encouragement and of love uh, for other people out there. Um, So anyway, one of the things that I had talked to someone about here recently are Uh, Five words, and you can add other words to this list as well, that are used to describe us as black women, Uh, women in general, but uh, I as a black woman am speaking about black women. And um, one of those words is aggressive. That word has been used uh, to describe me. It has been used to describe my uh, personality and um, Although when I'm very passionate about something, I do go after it aggressively. Um, I wouldn't use that word to describe my personality. My personality is not aggressive. Um, but when it when it comes to me saying something that God has placed on my heart, um, I will say it assertively. Uh, it will be wrapped in love. Okay. Um, and I will... I always seek God to really give me guidance on the right uh, way in which to deliver it and the right timing and the right place and all of that stuff. 
But if all of those boxes are checked, then I'm going to say what I need to say, uh, what God has placed on my heart to say with boldness. And a lot of times that is met with criticism. And years ago, um, I used to let that word shut me up. Uh, I used to let it... uh, I used to allow it to make me make myself smaller right um i i used to allow it to um i used to make myself smaller in order to make others comfortable as to not hear that word be be used to describe me right one of the other words i've heard is bossy (laughs) Um, now there is such a thing as being too bossy or having that takeover spirit. And I understand that. Um, and God has done a mighty work in me to, to, to move, to move that out. But what I won't allow is for others to, um, condemn me for the leadership that God has placed inside of me. Right. So, um, to those who say that, to me, to those who have said that to you, I say to you, keep on leading. Keep on being assertive. Keep on telling the truth. You know, if you walk into uh, a place of business, you walk into someone's house and, you know, just you walking in kind of like puts people on edge or just makes them wonder, you know, what it is you're about to say, what knowledge you're about to drop. Um, and then they start to come at you and say that, uh, oh, here goes so-and-so, you know, she, she, she's this and she's that. You know what? Keep on taking up space. That's what I have to say about that. Keep on taking up space. I'll never forget it. I walked into a place of business um, that I used to work in and um, I was walking in as the new lead uh, preschool educator and so they didn't know that I was walking in um, as a lead for that position they just knew that I was a new hire, right? And so um, there would have been no reason for them to look at me and think that um, I'm about to, you know, take over and, um, you know, tell them what to do and boss them around and things of that nature. There, there was no reason for them to think that. Yet and still... A couple of them, new co-workers, you know, proceeded to step up to me and, and just tell me, hey, you know, it's so nice to meet you, you know, uh, I, I have to say when you first arrived um, and you sat down, you know, you sat down, you know, you're so poised, I just, I, I, I felt so intimidated. I was like, I'm sorry? Yeah, yeah, I have to say I felt the same way, you know. Um, You hadn't said anything, you know. You just sat there like the rest of us. And I was just like, 
who is this girl? She just came in here. She just came in here ready for action, didn't she? And I kid you not, I was just standing there with a half smile on my face. More like a smirk, just looking like, just looking at these two women like, sweetie, I haven't said two words to you. And all of a sudden, I'm already intimidating? Like, come on now. I think there's more of a you problem than a me problem because I haven't done anything or said anything to make you feel that way. If just my walking in makes you feel uncomfortable, I don't know what to tell you, sugar. I really don't know what to tell you. You know, and at the same time, that same day when I was shadowing someone who um, was in a lead position there already, uh, she... Not knowing my last name, barely knowing my first name, she looks at me and she's like, "Hey, uh, are you from? Are you from? Did you grow up in this area? Are you from around here?" I nodded my head. I said, "Yes." She's like, oh, "Okay, cool. Um, I don't know what it is, but you look like you can fight." I'm like, so I stopped and I looked at her dead in her eye because I'm big on eye contact and maybe that's where some of this stuff's come from I'm not sure I really don't care but I looked her dead in her eye and I said what would make you say that she said I don't know I don't know you just I don't know you you look like you just don't put up with anything and I was like oh okay I see I said well you know um I think we still have a lot to learn about each other and I think it'd be best if we just take the time to get to know each other and and not rush and make assumptions about one another. She's like, oh, of course, of course, absolutely, absolutely. And then, you know, we carried on with with our day, but I was just looking, I was just, I had this quizzical look on my face, just like, these people, I have not done a single thing to you, any of you, and all of a sudden I'm intimidating, I look like I can fight, I look like I came in just ready for action and and, and and look like I don't put up with nothing. All of which, you know, um, I'm not going to say like um, that I didn't come in ready for the day. Like, I mean, how else am I supposed to come into a new job, a, a, a lead position job, if, you know, for that matter? How, must, how else am I supposed to walk in? And I'm, am I just supposed to walk in there with my shoulders hunched and my head hung low? Like, am I supposed to slouch down in my seat and, and, um, and, and barely give anyone eye contact because I'm the new girl. That's not how I'm built, boo. I'm going to look at you if you're speaking with me. You know, I'm going to sit up straight to the best of my ability, depending on how my back set up that day. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm going to be me. Like, I didn't come in here with any type of attitude. I didn't come in here with my arms raised. You know, flexing, showing off my my uh, f- my feminine muscles. I I wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing anything like that. I wasn't coming in trying to flex on anybody, and 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 that was how I was perceived. And it's just interesting because my husband, uh, he was, we were talking the other day, and he told me that he was telling someone he works with, 
you know, like, you know, about how something about how we just need to take the time to get to know each other. And then I came up in the conversation and uh, he was just telling this this coworker, like, hey, you know, um, people might people's first impression of my wife, they might think she's, um, they might think she's this, they might think she's that, they might think she's, uh, I'll just use some of the words I've used earlier, they might think she's a little aggressive, they might think she, you know, um, speaks her mind and, and, uh, has no filter, da 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 da, uh, but he said, but after meeting my wife and talking with her, you'll see that my wife never really isn't, she never really is very quick, very quick to speak. And she doesn't, you know, talk fly off the mouth. She does, she does, she isn't sitting there ready to go off on somebody. Uh, she's one of the kindest people you'll ever meet. And, and she has a lot of integrity. And that's one of the things that I love about her. And it was interesting because I had had a couple of conversations, like I said earlier, with other people regarding this subject matter. And then I ended up talking to my husband about something similar. And uh, it just all lined up with um, what I was talking about with other people. And I think one of the one of the reasons why people who uh, do know me have used some of those words to describe me is um, because um, when we have I love okay fun fact about me I love stimulating conversation I do not like being around people who I um, who I consider um, to be relatively close to uh, I, I don't like having empty conversation with them I like having stimulating there's nothing wrong with talking about uh, a couple of current events and how the weather's been the last few days but eventually I want to get to some real uh, thick meaty conversation right Um, so when it comes to conversations like that um, I like to ask hard questions Um, questions that make you think, you know, uh, I like to bring up thought provoking subjects that require you to open your mind a little bit and exercise those brain muscles, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, when I do have conversations like that with people that, uh, that I do know and that, um, that I have spent, uh, an adequate amount of time with, um, and I ask those questions, I do get those little, um, those little adjectives thrown at me, like, oh, here come Kendrick with some difficult question, or, or, uh, or if someone is saying something that is sexist, or racist, or, um, ageist, or chauvinistic, or, um, emasculating uh, I'm gonna call it out I don't have a problem calling it out 
Um, I will do my very best by the grace of God to say it in love, but I'm going to call it out. And a lot of people don't like that. And it just is what it is at this point in my life. It really just is what it is. Like I said, years ago, um, hearing things like that would have, uh, and, and, and it did uh, make me a quieter, uh, silenced and more censored version of myself. But baby, <laughs> today? No, 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 not today. Not today. Today I'm taking up that space that God has for me. Uh, today I, I am in a place where I refuse to shrink or make myself smaller um, for anyone else's comfort. Like I'm not doing that. That's not something that that that's going to happen this way. Not with me any longer, you know. And I just want to encourage you all to, to be that same way, because we weren't born to just sit silently in some corner somewhere. You know, we were we were born to to take up space we were we were born to take our rightful place within society um and to say and do what we were made and created to say and do in that space right so um i don't want anyone who is listening to this I don't want you to feel ashamed of who you are and how you were made. I also don't want you to feel pressured to to lessen your blackness, uh, your Latino-ness, your Asian-ness, whatever you are. I don't want you to feel pressured to lessen that to make your... uh, fellow Aryan or Caucasian uh, counterparts more comfortable. I don't want you to uh, feel as though you need to make yourself smaller as to not take up space and and, uh, as to not upset um, people who have held the position of power that you are now in for so long, right? If you have high academic goals, high career goals, and you find yourself climbing up that uh, entrepreneurial ladder, corporate ladder, medical ladder, whatever ladder it is, where it was previously occupied by a male of some sort, and now you're there as a female, stand up and... And, and, and boldly step into that, right? Boldly step into that. Be confident in who you are, the skin that you're in, and be proud of your resilience, you know? It's just, it's something that I want to encourage all of my black queens I really just want to encourage you. And and of course, this is not just directed. It's unfortunate that I have to throw this disclaimer out here. But uh, nevertheless, 
Uh, it is this is not a message that is just solely directed towards black women. But I myself as a black woman am speaking to those who are like me, other black women. Um, but this this also applies to any other woman. So uh, take what you want to take and, and, and spit out what you don't. You know, just like, you know, just just like the saying goes, eat, you know, eat the meat, spit out, spit out the bones. So, you know, um, but I just do want to to encourage every minority woman that is listening, uh, every non-white woman that is listening. If you are existing in spaces that have traditionally been held by those that don't look like you, don't allow them to make you feel threatened. Don't allow them to to pressure you to assimilate and make yourself as similar to them as possible just so that you can remain and thrive in those spaces. Don't do that anymore. Don't do that. That's for my black women, my Latino women, my Asians. This extends to any uh, any person that uh, it, it that has not traditionally held, held a, a place of power before. Uh, within this country because let's not forget uh, I will not ever fix my mouth to say that we've never held positions of power before period that is a lie okay our history as black people did not start with slavery here no 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 it started on the mother continent of Africa okay where we held our ancestors held uh, positions of high honor kings and queens and princes and princesses we were inventors businessmen businesswomen I mean come on now so we have all of that running through us all of that all of the, the that blood from our from my ancestors all of all of that is 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 running through our veins right so oftentimes our mere presence shakes the status quo so much that we sometimes feel as though we have to stand still for fear of being removed from those places and it's not right it's not fair, and none of us should do it any longer. Okay? So that's basically really what I came on here to talk about today. Uh, don't feel like you need to quiet yourself. Don't feel like you need to shrink yourself down to make others feel more comfortable. Um, that's people-pleasing. That is not of God. Walk boldly in who God has created you to be. And speak up when God has placed something on your heart. Um, and I won't say that it's just with uh, with with women. I know that men have experienced uh, f- 
feeling like this as well. Um, you know, men of color, um, men and women of color alike have felt like this uh, in situations, especially when when someone has an accent. Um, and I just want to throw this out there. This is something that bothers me. So uh, maybe this is maybe this is fun fact number two. But this is something that bothers me when I hear or come across videos of people being screamed at and insulted and called dumb and stupid and ignorant for the fact that they're speaking another language outside of English. Let me tell you why I have a problem with that. Well, there's there there are multiple reasons as to why I have a problem with it. But one of the main reasons is that the person nine times out of 10, the person that is yelling these obscenities at these at these people that are speaking another language that person only knows english right for the most part every single video that i've come across that i've come across they they are fluent they are fluent in one language yet they're calling this person who is speaking another language stupid dumb and ignorant and that if they're going to live here they need to speak English. I've even heard some of them go as far as to say American. Sweetie, American is not a language. It is a, it is a place. It is not a language. I think you mean English. But what bothers me is that they're they're calling this person or these people that are speaking another language dumb, stupid, and ignorant when they literally know twice the amount of words that you do. Think about that for a second. They're able to speak to you in English when they need to. But then they're also able to speak to their family members and friends in a completely and an entirely different language fluently as well. That means they know just about two times the amount of words that you do, but they're the dumb and stupid ones. Like, come on now. Can you just can you just think about that for a second? Anyway, that's all this episode was supposed to be about. Be you. Be who God has called you to be. Be who he has created you to be. Um and 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 be it boldly. No more sitting down, cowering down, covering yourself up, quieting yourself down. Um shrinking yourself down, making yourself smaller, trying to fit into the mold that somebody else is creating for you to fit into when you were made to be uniquely you, period. Don't try to fit into anyone else's box for you. It is okay to be other. It is okay to be different. It is okay to be assertive. It is okay to be bossy. You know, in uh, it is it is okay to be a leader. Okay, there are we we have to make sure that all of these things are done in the way that God wants them to be done. Okay, so there can be a a a, a type of leadership or bossiness that is not godly, so on and so forth. So let me put that disclaimer out there. But if you are doing it the way God is calling you to do it, the way God has has, has directed you to do it, the way uh, he has lined it, 
you know, laid it out in his word uh, for it to be done, then keep on doing it. Keep on doing it, sis. There ain't a darn thing wrong with it. And frankly, if anyone has anything to say about it, say, I don't give two flying frogs. And let that be that. So, y'all, that being said, be blessed. Step out. Be bold. Be you. You are beautiful. You are loved. You were created with a purpose. And you are created in his image. And there is nothing that isn't memorable. Nothing that that about God that doesn't, uh, that doesn't overwhelm you. Right? So it's okay if the spaces that we're walking into, if, if we command some sort of attention, if we if we command, uh, you know, some sort of reaction out of those, if we, uh, it, it, it's okay if we ruffle some feathers. It really, really is. Because after all, who are we really living for? Okay. You remember that quote where it says, I want to be the type of woman where when she wakes up in the morning and those legs swing across that bed and her feet touch the ground, the devil says, oh, shoot, she's awake, man. Dang it, she's awake. She about to get busy. You know what I'm saying? Be that. Be that. And I'm going to be right there with you, cheering you around. All right, queen. And kings, I see you too out there. Y'all keep doing y'all thing too. I love you. We love you. Peace.